From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be. Right here, right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. everybody. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here today with Dr. Judith Bryles, and she has written a wonderful book called The Author's Walk, and we're going to be talking today about her book and also her experience of creating and developing authors to their fullest potential. Uh, Judith, welcome to today's show. Well, thank you for having me, Sandy. This is so much fun. I can't wait to hear all about your new book. Well, it was, um, you know, it's my last book for authors, writing for authors. I'm Now I'm, you know, transitioning into just writing fiction, but I knew it was a series. And, and interesting, I knew um, a year and a half ago mm-hmm. I was going to do it. But, you know, life gets in the way because then I decided before I do this transition, I need to update all my other publishing books. Sure. So the updating that involved... Um, new titles, new covers, going through and making sure they were all current. And then I could get back to the author's walk, which I had actually written the last chapter first. Wow. I know. It was kind of crazy, huh? Well, talk about reverse engineering. You know where you're going. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so um, I, I really like it. It's It's a very different type of writing for me. It's not my typical how-to, okay, you got a problem, let's fix this. Right. Um, and getting into it, where it's more for, it's for two real audiences. Winner authors at different stages. One's for the, the newbie, the aspiring mm-hmm. author. Okay, I, I think I want to do this. And the other part is for an author who's been out here for a while and's lost her, her or his mojo. And they just need to get it back. So that's what that's about. Well, and I, I have your book here and I was looking at some of the different sections, you know, about mm-hmm. like your walk begins and bringing juice to your writing and I know. bringing <laughs> your thoughts and voice. I mean, I do. I, I'm excited um, to talk about some of these subjects. And one of the ones that was really surprising to me that you put as a chapter title was, why do you write? Because for me, Ooh. as someone who's a writer and I've written for, you know, I've ghostwritten, I've written my own stuff, I've written for clients, I've written for websites, for newspapers, for magazines. Why do you write? And I'm like, because it's as necessary as breathing. But my question to you is why discuss that, the the big why? Um, isn't writing a compulsion like a... <laughs> no, because that the next question that goes with why do you write? What's your intentionality with your writing? Mm-hmm. Um, and that I, that's it's is for as the book shepherd and book coach, working with authors at all levels. It's very common that they're in writing groups, right? Which can be very proactive and also very destructive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that very often in writing groups, people are there because they just like to write, right? Um, and they don't have the bridge. Where and, and then I want to publish it. Mm-hmm. I, I want to share it out. I 
versus just I just like to write. And so the question is why write is I, I think absolutely valid um, and needs to be asked. And with that is that so when you're writing, what are you going to do with it? And, and and if it's just to make you because I just love to write and it feels good, perfect. That's right. that's a perfect answer. But if there's more to behind it, then we need a little plan to move in that direction. If that makes any sense. Oh, sure. Sure. I mean, because, you know, people write for all sorts of reasons. In my life, I've written for all sorts of reasons. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a big journaler every morning, you know, pretty much without fail or before I go to bed. And it can be a brain dump. It can be a story idea. It can be a concept for a client. But mm -hmm. I can only express myself in writing if I'm quiet, you know what I mean? Like, so I look at, you know, when you look at the author's walk, I think, you know, what kind of author do you want to be? Do you want to be an indie? Do you want to be self-published or, you know, there's lots of, and there's hybrids. Like, do you want to shoot for a publishing contract? Like what's your, what's your goal? And what kind of writing do you want to do? You know, are you um, one of these amazing fantasy people that can create alternative worlds um who knows how far out or far back or in the current with a parallel who knows um but it's really finding out what kind of writer and that actually shows up pretty early um and it, when kids write a lot you're we're seeing more and more kids writing mm -hmm. um in their own storylines you all of a sudden little you know they do little books um, which is way fun, but it's very telling, kind of like in their direction. There's a behavior tied with it on that. Dr. Judith Bryles, I'm just going to jump in here because today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And in life, we're faced with really difficult choices sometimes, and it's not always easy or clear how to move forward. And this happened to me when my mom died. Now, I was a single mom with two very small children when my mom passed away, and I wasn't in a relationship. So it was really a hard time for me. And what I liked about therapy is that it provided this safe space for me to express my feelings. And sometimes I'd say really horrible things and she wouldn't judge me. You know, they were just the emotions talking. And she really helped me build some resilience to better cope with single parenting without my mom. And then I took my dad in after she died because he was elderly and he needed help. So I needed to talk through problem solving, decision making, because all of a sudden I was a single mom, a company owner. I worked full time and I had my dad who was grieving. So this was a really hard time for me because I had to help my kids. I had to help my dad and I was going through my own trauma and that therapy helped me process and overcome that experience. And I think I'd be still struggling if I didn't have a really good therapist. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out this like really quick questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. And what's great is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So if you're like me and you want to let therapy be your map, choose BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Powered Up today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Powered Up. I want you to visit BetterHelp.com slash Powered Up to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Powered Up. Now we're talking today to Judith Bryles, who had a career change very late 
late in life after being a published author of many business topics, all of a sudden she started writing a different style of book. And Judith, tell us a little bit about that transition. I'm a reluctant author, Sandy. I mean, I, I, I absolutely, I never intended to be an author. It was because a well-known person took some of my ideas and published them and got paid for them. And that was the, the tipping point, let's just say. And if I didn't take some of my own ideas, other people would. So why write? Maybe because I don't want other people to take my ideas, which was why I wrote my first book. Interesting. Interesting. So. Anyway, so it's it's all that as it moves along, and it's it's uh, certainly opened up a whole new world for me. Um, and I know you work with a lot of authors, and sure. it's it, it's a different world. They think differently. They respond. I remember when I showed the authors walk. I, I should we I should show it the cover to everybody. Beautiful. Okay. So the cover really is reflective of me. I am a sunrise girl. Okay, this this is the summer. I said, all my colors. I love the water. That's all me. Um, the, and it's and it's meant to be a small book. Um, it's really meant to be a book you don't read through chapter by chapter. It's kind of a chewy type read, I would call. You just okay. okay. So let, let's play around with why write, or you know what is writing, or why publish, or um, any of those things. But when I showed my book designer. The, a couple of chapters I was playing with, because all of a sudden I started writing um, a paragraph that was just one word. And I ended up putting it vertically instead of in the horizontal. And it, they just, it, it just, the book took me over. Like footsteps. Yeah, it is footsteps. Um, and, and, you know, in, you know, the very, the very tippy end of it, if I look at that, I just came out of the studio um, and did the audiobook. You know, but if I look at the very end of the book, I'm, I'm just going to share some of the words here. But, and I'll, sh I'll share what it looks like when I'm talking about when I say, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, so it, it's just, it opens with um, eight words. So it's fear, doubt. Write, content, story, rewrites, done, your book. Ah. So it's kind of like the beginning, the middle, mm -hmm. and the end. And so that's kind of like that thinking, which is very different for me. Right. That's pulling me through it. And so when I showed this to my designer, this is what I'm thinking about. I'm playing with. This is going to be a next book. It's going to be a short book. Right. Um, and that, and she came back, she says, is, is this how you write? This is the last chapter. Yeah, yeah that is how I write. <laughs> That's kind of like, because I know what the end point is going to be. Right. So I, I might as well just go there because you know what? That creates a new carrot. That's the new dangle. Right. Comes in. Okay. So for me to get there and cross the bridge, I've got to do this other stuff. Right, um, leading up to it, so it makes sense. Yeah, and and the whole book kind of started with, I I wrote just a, a short kind of thing, kind of like your journaling, is about your words matter. Yes, you know your how how powerful our words are, and what a phenomenal loss 
society would be, your yeah. family would be, this country would be if there weren't words. Mm-hmm. And that's what started it. <laughs> so, and that became my walk. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, like as I look through, you know, this book, you're right. It is shorter than your usual books. Oh yeah. Those but, are usually 300 pages. Right. But this isn't a how to, this is more a how to experience or how to, it's not even a how to, it's like a, well, it's like you said, it's a walk. I'm walking with you and you're showing me the path to take the next steps. Well, and, and the other thing is why I, um, journey would have been, um, the more common word that people use, but to, to me, and I write about this in the book, most journeys have a beginning and kind of an end point you're trying to get to. Right. When you're on a walk, you know, that can be a meandering environment. All of us, you start off. I mean, I could go around my block where I live and, you know, I am going to stop and talk to people. Absolutely. And eventually yeah. I might end up at home. But it, it's um, it to me a walk is kind of could be in many ways never ending, um, because that's the, the whole pathway. It keeps altering and going back and forth. Maybe night will shut you down. Uh, who knows? But or maybe you wake up at night and that's your your thing. I mean, I, that's what I like about your book is it celebrates mm-hmm. the freedom of all of us to take our own path, take our own walk at our own time. Well, in, in fact, you know, I'm so glad you said that. Mm-hmm. I get into rules. I, I'm always bugged by people who say, well, to be a successful author, to be a successful writer, you have to have absolutely set uh, clock working. You have mm-hmm. to you have to get up at a certain time. You have to allocate so many hours a day. You have to you have to write so many words a day. Uh, it, you may have a day that you have zero going on you may have a day that just 10 words come out but they're pretty stunning how they came together so i think that um i'm for bad but i've always been that way bash the rules um and that you know i'm an early bird i am always been an early bird I, i do i write every day yeah i do but do i write on my own stuff like for a book or you're saying, no, I don't. I have to write articles. I have to write blogs. I have, I have two newsletters I have to get out weekly. I, I mean, I just, I have a lot of stuff that really are for other people and they have nothing to do for me right? Uh, and, and do that. So you're, you're starting your day with doing something for you. You know, I really applaud that. Well, oh, you know what, why it, it came Judith is because I spend all day on everybody else's stuff and my head gets full. And then I go to bed at night and I'm thinking about, you know, client problems. I'm thinking about my kids, my dad, I'm thinking about all these things. And it's like Mm -hmm. chaos in there. There's Mm -hmm. so much going on. And there's times when I go to bed at night and I feel like my head's on fire. Mm -hmm. And so when I get up in the morning and I'm able to like put everything that was worked through in my subconscious at night, and I can just drop it down on paper. I use the same journals from Peter Popper Press for 20 years. They've they got the gold <laughs> lining on them. They have a pretty cover. You know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah, and they're, yeah, the, 
Yeah, they're the big ones. They're like the nine by 11. They're not the little chintzy ones. And I sit there and I, I basically brain dump and it's everything from my ideas. It can be my to-do list all in one mm -hmm. um, until, and I usually will have a, a cup of tea with that. I'll have maybe a cup mm -hmm. of coffee. I sit at my table. I watch mm -hmm. the sun come up. Mm -hmm. My dogs are outside and my household is quiet. Because yeah. my dad's not up yet. My kids are not up yet. The dogs are outside and I can just take, and I don't take very long. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour and a half. Depends on what's going on. And when I get my um, self back into regulation, then I can be a better, I can be a better person to show up for my clients for my customers and for everybody else who depends on me in my day so that's why my writing practice in the morning has to be me and a pen and a journal and you know what judith if i'm somewhere in the world where i don't carry my journal i will take a pen and paper i will take a napkin i don't care what it is and and I'm, yeah and i'm just by routine Okay, so I'm just going to pull out. I always have this stuff, sticky notes. Oh, love me some sticky notes. Yes, I always have sticky notes, and I love to write with the black wing. <sighs> the black wing pencils. I know, because um, I love the way they glide. Yes. I love, I love the smoothness of the lead um, in it. But And, and the other thing I, I put down when I was talking about one of my rules is, is I date, I will date when I do a sticky note, I will date them. Yes. Um, and sometimes I put the location because, you know, different things drop in in different places. Right. And, and you never know um, where they are or what's happened. I mean, you're, I'm talking about Sandy movies. I, when I hear sometimes a line in a movie, I thought, ooh, 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 that's what I was That's looking for. Something, right. That that kind of very sometimes I remember when I was reading um Seabiscuit, mm. um, Laura Held Brandsworth, there was some lines in there that were so wonderful that I would call a friend. I said, Do you have two minutes? Can I just read a couple of paragraphs? <laughs> you know, and and so I love that kind of thing. Um, and, 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 you know, in kind of the movement, but the um, it, writing stuff down, writing is so important for so many reasons. And I'm a big believer in not always on the computer. No, right. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, I have a free write. So I use my free write. I, I write through uh, the autopsy app, you know, the app that you use on the iPhone that's designed was originally designed for people to do autopsies, you know, to be able to transcribe like you can write right while i'm walking in the park when the spirit moves me sometimes i don't have a pen sometimes i don't have paper if i don't have my computer or it's dead mm -hmm. i can dictate it into my phone using an app designed for autopsies i mean how fun is that that's crazy you know when you talk about writing um i i tell the story about kevin j anderson who um had 750 rejections in fact finally a group of his friends put together um, I gave him a trophy. I don't know if they found an old bowling trophy or something, but they put a different plaque on it. 
Okay. That basically was the world most author most likely to fail. Something like that. So Kevin, just for our readers, you may not know his name. Well, you may know it if you if you're in the sci-fi world, the fantasy world, because Kevin is now the co-author of all the Dune books. He uh -huh. is a collaborator on the movie for the next first Dune that came out. Now the second Dune um, that's in the works, and he is um, he is amazing. And when he was inducted into the Hall Authors Hall of Fame, and when he came and um, and he, he did his reveal. He writes, his chapters are all written with his hiking boots on. Wow. He puts on his hiking boots. He has his phone, his mobile, and he goes up into the trails. And when he comes back, then he starts transferring over and trying. That's how he writes. So I think when people say, you got to sit and pound this out. No, you don't. You find what works for you, whether it's the, the you know, the autopsy app, <laughs> whether it's Dragon Speak, whether it's just, it, you know, my first books were how I started transitioning to the computer is my first books were all written by hand on the yellow pad. Ah. Yeah. One of my secretaries, Louie, was hounding me to get a, remember when they were called word processors? Sure. Hounding me to get it and you know we had we had the latest and greatest ibm stuff the selectrics that went for like thirteen hundred dollars and i had just invested in the uh uh 50 page memory which was oh my god um uh, ibm for 3500 and then and i thought that was just really good enough perfect yeah. and, and and louie said you know and she came in and listen this was daily um, for pitching me to to get one, and I I eventually succumbed. We leased one for get this, Sandy, nine hundred a month. Oh wow! For three months, three months, because I knew she would see that what we had was superior. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I was not right, and Louis loved it. She went on vacation. She left, uh, and I told the story in the Author's Walk book, and she went on vacation, and she left me detailed instructions on how to boot it up. Now, I thought booting it up is one thing a woman did during the fall with her <laughs> footwear, um, and I assured her that, you know, no, no, I'm fine. If I need a typewriter, I've got this electric. I am in good shape. Gotcha. Well, two days after she's gone, I get a call from my agent in New York saying, you know, I want you to make a few changes. We're going to be putting this out for bid. And um, uh, would you do this, this, and this? And and I said, sure, I can do that mail. And of course, the thing to do this, this, and this was on Louie's word processor. Ah. So I had to um, um, boot it up, which mm -hmm. I did. And, and detailed instructions. This is where the folders and the files are. And I find them. And um, and I proceed within two minutes to delete everything. Oh no! Everything. So I called my husband SOS. He taught physics and engineering. He sent over a couple of his students, and um, and they all agreed I had deleted it. So we didn't have flash drives back then. You didn't do backup. 
back then. You're talking about a lot of things that weren't nominal. Right, in place. That's right. So I called my agent and I said, you need to airmail back. That's when back then was. Yep. Airmail back my manuscript. And I proceeded to retype the whole thing. Unbelievable. On the word processor. Because I, I can't, I couldn't let Louie know I screwed up. Right. I, I had to put it back. Um, and I marveled at what that baby could do. The cut and paste and movement around. And so I called the end of the story is I called one of my clients who was the uh, creator at Apple for their printer for the Macs. Uh -huh. And Owen came over and he redesigned for the office what we would do to bring us into the new age. And when Louie got back, she found five new Macs in her office wow. and all the other paraphernalia. And that's, you know, that and, and what did we do with all those fancy dancy selectors? I probably should have them today. They're probably worth a lot of money. Probably. Anyway, they all left the building for $200. But I think that you just have to be willing to do stuff differently. And if people, the, the, the bottom line here is for all our listeners is that if someone says you have to write so many hours a day and write so many words, don't thumb your nose at them. You do what fits for you and what's right for you. You know what that is. And go with me. For me, I'm a binge writer. I, I have all my prep their work done. And then I go underground for a week and I will emerge with an entire draft of a book in six days. I but love that. I'm ready. I am ready. And that means it's non-edited. There are errors all over the place. Right. And, you know, that's important to know. Don't worry about that. It'll it'll come. It'll come. All right. Well, if you guys liked what you heard today, go check out Judith Bryle. She is a book publishing expert. She's a book marketing expert. And she's one of the best coaches I've ever met in my life for an author or writer trying to get started. She's your girl. So check out thebookshepherd.com. We'll be back again soon with another great episode. We're glad you joined us for Powered Up Talk Radio. Each week, we share innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be. See you next time on Powered Up Talk Radio.